Welcome listeners to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. We're so excited to have you listening today. We're going to be talking about recruiting adult leaders, not just for your Sunday school program or your Wednesday night program, but specifically for a big event that happens every year or that should be a part of your ministry every year, and that is going to camp. Camp is one of those mountaintop and milestone experiences that is just an amazing ministry opportunity for you and for your church. It's a place when you pull your kids out of their context and take them to a different place and unplug from technology that God just does amazing things. But when you go to camp, you need a different kind of leader. You need a different kind of volunteer. You're asking for something that's really unique. You need to stay in a room that smells like fifth grade boys. You need to ride in a van that has, you know, Cheetos and things flying around. There's a lot to going away and doing ministry on location at camp. We're going to talk about that today, what to look for in a leader, how to, how to invite those leaders to come as you bring a group of kids to camp. And so we have today two guests, Lydia McMillan. Hi. Hey, Lyd. And Logan Meek. Hey, Chuck. Glad to be here. Lydia and Logan are team leaders for Centric Kid Camps and Student Life for Kids Camps. Logan, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about Student Life for Kids. Yeah, I love your Cheetos flying illustration because that's definitely a big part of camp. It seems like you never know what the snacks are going to be, but you can pretty much guarantee they're going to end up on the floor of somebody's room. That may or may not come from actual life experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Student Life for Kids, we're third to sixth grade camp, and the focus is on discipleship in the context of a local church. So when a kids minister or a kids ministry leader brings their group to camp, they actually get to have the leaders from their group lead the kids from their group in the Bible studies at camp. Um, And so, yeah, we go all over a place in the summer and um, do camps everywhere. And it's a ton of fun. And Lynn, tell us about Centricade. Yeah, so Centricade also is for that third through sixth grade um, age range. And a little bit different from Student Life for Kids is that we actually have Bible study leaders that pour into the kids and they go do rec and track times and um, have loads of fun. But the adults also get to be poured into and can come alongside and see them in their elements and that kind of thing. But um, we really make sure that the kids are um, learning and growing and being poured into and the adults are as well. And both camp experiences, I've been to both. We, you know, that's something that's a part of our ministry at Lifeway Kids. And they are both exciting and fun. They're targeted for kids. And so it's just an amazing time. And, and to see, as I mentioned earlier, that, that, you know, something special happens when you get away from home and you go to that location, whether it's a retreat center or at a university or wherever we were able to host and have this stage and have the the worship that happens uh, that is that's designed for kids and that that uh, they have energetic um, staffers that, that are on our teams uh, who who are the kind of people that kids can look to to aspire to be like these young people and that those people make a hero of you the church leader that's something you need to bo- or that's not unique to either brand but is true of both is that we seek to elevate the church leader as the true hero Yeah, definitely. And I like your emphasis on kind of going away to camp because it's an experience. It's not something that's easy to replicate. um, And but it's something that when you go away with your group, it can give you these really special memories and also be just a critical part of your year long discipleship plan. And so uh, the content that's taught is part of it, but the culture that it's wrapped around is a really big part of that experience. Yeah. And, and in order to pull that off, though, 
you can't do that alone. So whether you're going to bring six kids or 60 kids to camp, you're going to need some help to do that. And that helper may look different than the people who are teaching your you know, Sunday school class each morning. In fact, it, or each Sunday. Uh, it, it, in fact, it often is not the regular teacher. Is that right? Who comes as a camp chaperone? Yeah, it definitely um, can be parents or um, we also have like programs within uh, Student Life for Kids and for um, Center Kid as far as like bringing some of those teenagers, uh, different opportunities to bring some new people, get some new blood in your ministry and pour into those people that you may not see on a regular basis. Yeah, one of my favorite things, Lydia, is when I see that people bring maybe some older high school kids from their group and let them be chaperones at camp because, Chuck, you're talking about how staffers can be a role model for kids at camp, and I totally agree. And it's also really cool when kids in a church can look at maybe whether it's an older sibling or just somebody in the student ministry and and kind of have a role model to look up to. Um, it, It creates a cool little discipleship cycle in that way at camp. Pouring into the next generation, I think, is huge, not only for that that teenager, but also for your ministry and able to say, hey, this may be the first time that you're ever, you know, gone and going and seeing camp or seeing mm-hmm. this event or seeing this other ministry. And so to get new eyes and new perspective and to be able to pour into that teen is really strong. And one of the great outcomes of camp is you have that opportunity. You're together, not just for one hour on a Wednesday night or one hour or two hours on a Sunday morning, you are with those kids. We talked about the van ride, you know, a couple hours in the car. You are there 24 hours all day, you know, for two or three or four days, however long your camp experience is. And you are together in that intense, not intense necessarily, intensive, uh, intentional time together. And that time together is such a key part of relational discipleship. Yeah, totally. And it's not just Um, time with kids and adults, although that's like one of the best parts of camp, because if you're an adult in in your church and you go on a kids camp experience, when you come back, you see those same kids in the church hallway on a Sunday morning or Wednesday night. And like Chuck, if you went to camp, it takes you from being Mr. Chuck to Mr. Chuck, my awesome leader who was out at rec and he painted his face completely blue and went on the dunk tank. And I think he's awesome. And and so it gives you a pictures, right? As evidence, Chuck, if it was you, we would have pictures for sure. But it also gives you relational time with the other adults in your church. And I think it's so cool to hear adults come to camp and, you know, maybe on a Sunday morning, they're all serving in the kids ministry, but everybody's in their own classroom. And you get to come and have a real great team kind of experience with other adults in your church at camp when you're there. So we talked about the idea of maybe you can bring some young up-and-coming leaders, bringing teens. This is a great way to come where they're, you're not just turning them loose to lead and teach, but they can walk beside you or you can walk beside them to help them to cultivate the next generation of leaders. And then they can feed into your ministry. What about two other groups that I think of, men and parents? Camp is a great opportunity to onboard or, or to bring either of them, yes? Definitely. I think time and time again I hear where they don't really get opportunities to go and do things with their own kids. And so to see them at camp, again, out of their element, out of the routine of things, gives an opportunity to really speak into their lives, to see them interact with other kids and have new experiences. But then for those parents just to be able to come alongside the Sunday school teachers or the other adults and have that you know community with um, other people that are, again, around the same age, around the same ministry, um, loving on their kids. Kids, but um, 
I mean, Chuck, you're a parent. You've gone to Centricid with your own kids. How how is that experience as a parent? Yeah, it's it's really exciting, honestly. I'm going to ask you another question about that, but I'll yeah. give you my little testimony yeah. on that. It's so fun to see my kids in that environment and to see how they connect with other children, to see how they connect with other leaders, to mm-hmm. see how they connect with staffers, and to and then to debrief afterwards. Yes. How was this different for you? What did you take away? What was what do you love? And they want to go back again and again and again because it is an exciting time. Yeah. And th- it's not just fun, although it's super fun, but in 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 the scenarios and situations that we've been there or the times there there really is um, solid teaching that points them to the gospel and where they can see kids respond in worship. Yes. And that's really meaningful for kids to see others in that setting. Definitely. So you tell me, Lydia, yes. as, a, as a recruiter, as a leader in my church, if I'm thinking about bringing parents to chaperones, I might just in the back of my mind quickly be like, eh, kids don't want their parents to go to camp with them. <laughs> do, is that, do you see any truth in that from your experience? What is it like for the child and for the yeah, parent if yeah. the parent chooses to go? I've, I've not. I've seen where they're, they're excited to have their parent go just because it's a new opportunity to see them out of the context of, oh, you're mom or dad and you're, you know, just laying down the law and I got to go to school, you know, just the rhythm and routine of things and to see them out of their element to be like, oh, you're going to drink soda with me and have ice cream and hang out and late nights. And this see, is really see cool. Mom paint her face and yeah, yeah cream exactly, exactly. <laughs> but then also those opportunities to talk about camp. Like those are experiences that you guys have shared. And so to build upon that and that discipleship opportunity at home, I think is huge because now you have those moments and those experiences that you're able to take further than just that camp during that one week or that weekend. Logan, what are your thoughts on parents coming to camp? I love it, Chuck. And I think if, if you think about a day at camp, you can have a parent and a kid at camp together, and that doesn't mean that they're doing every single thing together. So if if I'm a kid, maybe my mom or dad is at camp with me, but, but you're not I, holding hands the whole day. Yeah, right? totally. <laughs> and I, I still have the I still have the freedom to to go and you know be be a kid in in my own way, and then still see my parents there. Chuck, my mom came to camp a lot when I was growing up, and and look at I, you now. Yeah, hey, I I'm still going to camp, right? And <laughs> Um, it, it was always really cool because she got to know my friends and then when people we, when we're at church and we see people or maybe I had some of my friends over to the house it was it was nice that they knew my parents too hmm. um, so I, I love when parents can come to camp and I think if you're a kids minister and you you have adults who are coming with you to camp um, it just expands your reach as a kids minister. Um, it it broadens the impact that you can have on your group because you're you're building leaders at the same time with the adults who come. Let's talk for a second about men. So I am a proponent of men being involved in kids ministry. I think kids, there's a lot of kids who don't have a male role model in their lives, at least not a positive one. And we have an opportunity as men in the church to interact with kids when we're involved in kid men. Now, a lot of guys aren't necessarily uh, drawn to want to teach Sunday school every week. But how might camp be an opportunity to include some guys who may not be involved otherwise? Well, I think that when you're at kids camp, it I've seen over and over and over again that 
people's perspective on what kids ministry really is changes within the context of kids camp. Um, because maybe you're a man and you hear kids ministry and you think motions and you think yes, crafts and, and crafts. you're you're like, hey, I'm not the I'm not the guy who is going to be the expert in making popsicle stick crafts. But kids ministry is so much more than that because it's relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're if 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 you're a man and you get to go be at camp with the boys from your church and I mean it it can be as simple as tossing a football around or playing foosball or Lydia you mentioned ice cream and soda a lot of times those are the breakfast foods at camp <laughs> and you know having those moments together can okay, this is like, those relationships go home with you right yeah so <laughs> not for the kids whose parents are at camp those are the moms who are like eat your veggies <laughs> but it's it's a cool opportunity to to build relationships and um, man Chuck I've just seen so many times that that people come in and um, and they like I said their perspective on kids ministry shifts and there's a lot of men in the church world too who are are already really strong volunteers who come and um, to them we just say thank you mm-hmm. yes and now but there's another side of that this is not just a guy thing although it's a great opportunity I think to get a guy to come to drive the bus or drive the van and mm-hmm throw the football and do that stuff, play with shaving cream, the guy stuff. I have also seen, and one of the things I love the most is seeing some gals, some ladies hmm. who you would not imagine throwing the football yeah. Oh, yeah, and smearing shaving cream on somebody who are doing those things. And it is so fun to see Miss Judy or Miss who Miss Donna yeah. do something crazy at camp oh, that yeah. completely changes that relationship with kids. So why is it important to live for for not to exclude the ladies. For sure. I think it breaks down those barriers and those walls that you may have built up, I mean, unintentionally, to say, oh, that person would never do this or do that. And when they do it, you're like, whoa, whoa. that's amazing. Unexpected. And it just it's, it establishes a relationship, a context for, oh, hey, now I can go to this person and say, hey, you did this awesome things. And it starts that relationship, starts those conversations, and eventually gives you opportunity to share the gospel, which is so strong. So as we go to invite people, whether they be men or women, parents, regular volunteers, new people we've never used before, younger teens who we're looking to cultivate. How is it that we should present this opportunity? So this isn't just, you know, we use the word chaperone, which kind of sounds like I'm a security guard or a babysitter. This is different than that. How, how would you, you two cast vision for how do we go about recruiting? Well, Chuck, I think that's a great question because at, at camp – you're going to experience something that's really hard to replicate the rest of the year. And it's the, it's the time spent together and the relationships that form from that. And so if, if you're an adult and you come and spend a week at camp, you're going to leave with, uh, you'll be one of the key leaders in that kid's ministry when you leave in, in a kid's eye, because you just spent so much time with them. And so camp is so much more than just getting adults to come along so we can meet a kid to adult ratio and you know qualify to go to camp it's 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 the start of a ministry opportunity for the rest of the year and it's also the payoff moment if if you have any role in kids ministry throughout the year when you come to camp you get to see some of the some of the fruit of that come out because there's something about when kids spend that much time in God's word and in worship and in community that um, God, God just continues to use it, and and so it's a really great opportunity to to see the payoff of that. So, mm. I would just say there's so much more value in it 
um, than than just getting somebody to fill a spot. Yeah, it's more, much more than just babysitting. I yeah. think that that's a huge thing is to show them the value of, hey, it's you're not just watching the kids all day. Like you're also growing in leadership. You're also being poured into. You're also building relationships within the context of the other ministers or the other people that you're bringing alongside or coming alongside with to show that there's really value in that opportunity is huge. And camp isn't just for about what the kids get out of it. Adults yes. get things out of camp too. Exactly. So Lynn, tell us what, what kind of things might an adult expect to get out of camp? Yeah, um, I mean, like I mentioned before, like the leadership opportunities, they may not have ever you know been in charge of helping lead kids out or watching kids being lead out. And so to kind of get them out of their own routine and their own structure and to say, hey, now you have the skills and the capability to share the gospel with kids. So this is how you do it. And this is what we're going to empower you to do. Um, I think also just looking at camp as a whole and the opportunities like at Centricid, you're going to be through worship and you're going to have experiences that only the adults have. And so um, you wouldn't probably get that time away and that time alone with God if you were just going to work every day and going, you know, like within your regular routine. And so I think taking a step back and looking at ways that this could be an opportunity to learn, um, but also to have new, you know, just a new schedule, a new way to look at stuff is huge. Logan? And and it brings the adults in a group together, too, in, in a special way, I think. Like, it just, re- camp really builds team within the adults from your church. And I, I, I see all these groups come to camp and they leave and they're like, we had so much fun together as adults. Um, and, and that's on top of all the great things that happen with the kids. But it's, um, it's, it's something there's, there is a piece, like you said, for adults that, that tends to happen that isn't just for the kids, but it's for the adults too. My husband took a group a couple years back and he was like, I never knew that this other leader over here loved this thing or never knew we had this in common. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even during a scheduled element of camp. It was just that time that they had together to bond and grow. And that I think made their ministry even more healthier because when you bring that home and you take that home, those relationships with each other, with the kids, with, you know, the other adults, um, I just think it makes you stronger in your ministry and have a better impact for the kingdom. All right, I'm going to go off script here. I know that that may make you a little uncomfortable, Lydia. (laughs) We've talked about camp as an important part of ministry, and I think it is, and we can all agree on that. There are a lot of camps out there. Mm -hmm. We we have two that we provide through Century Kid and Student Life for Kids, but there are other camps that are out there too. There and and there are many good ones. My question would be, as an adult leader who's trying to determine which camp to go to. Can you tell me just a little bit, give us just a little bit of insight as to why why Student Life for Kids is a good choice, why Centric Kid is a good choice? Who'd like to go first? I'll jump in here. I think when you're thinking about a camp, there's a lot of different factors you would weigh of how how do I know that this is a good camp for my group? Um, and, and I think that with Student Life for Kids specifically, what, what it's going to offer you is a chance where your leaders get to be on the platform of leadership at camp. And so we really hope that maybe if you have some small group leaders who have been investing in your kids all year, that they'll get to come to camp and be part of the camp discipleship that happens, or that maybe you have some new leaders who come and they get to sit in a Bible study and and lead with kids and they leave having kind of some of that relational equity Mm -hmm. with the kid. Now, if you're a leader and you're saying, I'm not qualified to do that. The great thing about 
camp is you don't have to be an expert in order to come and be a leader. Um, but it, at, at the heart of what we're all doing is putting God's word in front of kids and, and having this immersive discipleship experience. And so at, at the end of the day, Chuck, whether it's Student Life for Kids or another camp, I would just encourage kids, kids ministers to take a, a deeper look and say, not only what's the fun, what's the price, what's the location, but what's the discipleship outcome from me coming to this week of camp, wherever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lynn, tell us about Center Kid. Yeah, so at Center Kid, I mean, the Bible studies planned, the programming's planned, and you're coming in to say, oh, now I can sing alongside my kid, and um, they can see me worship, and I can experience this with them. They can go down to the rec field and like, oh, hey, like, they're playing all the games. Great. Now I'm going to be up here and I'm going to have my time of Bible study. Or, hey, they're out there playing football. Great. I'm going to jump in and play football with my kid or see them, you know, learn the gospel in just unique and different ways that they may have never seen within that context before. And so I think that opens up for opportunity to come alongside um, their kids and see them in different elements and different things. But they the pressure's not on them to have to lead out and do. So that gives you the availability to go all out. Um, to experience camp with your kids. Um, And so I think what's huge is to take a step back and when you bring that home and you're able to build upon that and to really work through that discipleship plan, they've seen you worship. They've seen you listen and learn and open your Bible and experience these track times and different camp elements, and they were right there with you. And so you can share those stories and those experiences Mm -hmm. with them. Well. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, Lydia. So appreciate you guys being here and talking with us about this awesome thing. Thanks, Chuck. It's been fun. Camp is one of the highlights of the year for me, for and I know for, for those who attend, it, there's nothing like it. Camp is one of the most fun weeks. It's one of the most exciting things and such a huge part of a lot of people's testimonies and stories. And so I love camp. And so it's awesome to talk about this for a little while. And listeners, I hope that if camp is not a part of your regular cadence for your summer ministry, that you'll take a look at Student Life for Kids, take a look at Centra Kid, see the lo- where the locations are, what the dates are, and give us an opportunity to to have you come and check out a camp if you want to in- investigate. But better yet, go ahead and register. You can sign up for camp. And uh, if you sign up early, you don't know money is due until later in the year. And uh, but it, it, it's just such a great thing. Put it on your calendar and figure out how to get there. You will not regret uh, taking your kids to a camp experience. We know dis- discipleship happens best within relationship. And what better way to go deep in your relationship than to have that uh, exciting, intense mountaintop and milestone experience together with your kids at camp. If you're looking for information about Student Life for Kids or about Centra Kid, I would invite you to check out the show notes for this episode. You can find that on kidsministry101.com. You can click on podcasts and on this episode and you'll find some links there. Or you can click on the events tab where you will find information about our Etch Conference and links to Student Life for Kids and to Centra Kid, where you can get to the web web pages for each of those uh, camps very easily through kidsministry101.com. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, Lydia. Great to have you guys. And thank you, listeners. And we hope you'll come back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.